Everybody has a podcast, podcast. So far, it's only Monday, but I'm trying to keep an optimistic outlook, folks. Who we got back from fucking Vegas? Jay Wiggy, take out the trash! We're in the money. We're in the money. Oh, I lied my ass off. I didn't, I didn't do too much gambling, Grant Mills, especially. Uh, that's what they're there for. They're there to rob you. But I had a good time out in Vegas. Saw uh, saw a couple of shows, did a little traveling outside of the city, and uh, saw the stadium where your beloved Raiders often lose. Pretty stadium. Man, they suck. Ah, I know. I thought about you, though, man. The stadium is actually really tight. Um, it'd be cool to go out there did and catch a game. No, did you know you what? Oh, I... I I wanted to. I wanted to see if that was an option, but I don't. I don't think it was. Um, maybe it was. I think they may have had some event going on this weekend. Uh, but it's cool, man. It's really a cool place. I, I haven't been to Vegas in over ten years, so uh, 
it's cool. Be a good guys trip. Get the boys out there one day. I'd probably gamble a little more. Um, do you like gambling? Do you play card games, slots, anything like that? Or not really. I, I mean, uh, nah. I mean, it's cool, but I don't really get down. Yeah, I don't either. I think that's. Um, I, I think that's why I'm probably. Don't get me wrong. I had a great time. Really good shows. Uh, cool city in itself. There's a ton to do. But, uh, you know, I think some people love it because they love the gambling part. I just don't. I think I took maybe 20, 30 bucks just to blow on a, a slot machine and uh, get, a, get a couple of comp drinks out of it. And within 10 minutes, you know what? That shit's gone. I mean, it's that easy to lose that kind of money. So if I'm doing that with 20 and 30 bucks, people that are taking 200, 2,000, 20 grand, that would hurt my heart, hurt my feelings. Oh, man, I thought you was in a high roller room. High roller room. Oh, I saw those guys in there, man. They look beat up. They they look like uh, – they look rough, the guys that are sitting there all day. It is fun, though, man. I think I like the people watching the most. Um, you know, we'd get up, go down to breakfast and shit like at 8, man. There'd be guys at the bar uh, already on the video poker, have a couple of at beers in them. in the morning? God damn. Eight, 8 in the fucking morning. I mean, all day. I mean, that's what the casinos do. I mean – I remember thinking that when we were checking out the hotel uh, early on our last day, we walked through the casino floor, and it looks like a bunch of zombies. This is early in the morning. Uh, we've got to catch a flight and stuff, and there are people literally sitting at the bar. I mean, empty bottles in front of them, video poker. I mean, most of the machines are full. People are playing blackjack. It's like, God damn, and this is on a Monday. It's like, motherfucker, y'all, y'all need to get some rest so y'all can listen to the Everybody Has a Podcast podcast tonight. Hell yeah. I but, know that's right. Brody, get in the cello. <laughs> oh, man. What a fucking week. So you went with the old Battle Axe to Vegas. Now, did you hear up any shows? Does anybody have a residency there? Or Celine Dion, is she still there? You know what? I think she probably is. We did see some shows, uh, a Cirque du Soleil show, which was pretty fucking impressive. Those motherfuckers that do all the flips and stuff. Goddamn. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, went down to a bunch of restaurants, had some steak. Uh, man, I can't even, I'm trying to think of the ones we went to, but uh, they escaped me. That's how, that's how, uh, how, wild wide open we were out there but man it was good it was a good trip i'm glad to be back i needed a little little rest week from the the nine to five and uh you know i feel, I feel good well, all right now you're ready and refreshed ready and refreshed. to go for the week yes ready to go ready to go ready to go ready to go ready to and go. i missed everybody M- missed my squad missed you uh I, even a part of me may have even missed uh Wiss. We'll see about that. Speaking of. I'm going. Wiss, it, yeah. What do y'all do? How y'all do? I will, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh. <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know y'all. Hey, Wiss. What's up? What's going on? I mean, I told y'all me and baby's on a break, so yeah, you know, I just been biding my time, chilling, thinking about shit. Okay. On a break. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you're out last week, and uh, Wes was telling me him and his lady was on a break. Oh, shit. Sure. I mean, sometimes when you're in a relationship with a young woman, I mean, shit happens, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, shit happens. That sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, um, well, you know, I hope you're getting your shit together and thinking about things and, uh, you know, whatever the fuck that entails. Makes a lot of thinking about shit and fucking laying back and, you know, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not dumb. Fuck all, yeah. Alright. I feel like that was an, uh... <laughs> I, I think he's a little there. bitter. Yeah. He's bitter after his, uh, old lady <laughs> and him have distanced themselves from each other. Oh, man. I did have sex with a girl this weekend, though. You had sex with a girl this weekend? Tell me about it. Oh, I did, man. She was so old, she still uses Netscape Navigator. <laughs> I mean, what is Netscape? What is a Netscape Navigator, yeah? <laughs> uh, I don't even want to get I don't want to explain it. Which wouldn't even know what Google Chrome is. I mean, I know I'll be riding on Chrome, y'all. Anyway. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, That's awesome. So back from Vegas, right for the week. Wes is on a break with his gal. Man, it's it's a Monday, everyone. It's uh, college football is coming up soon. Next month, right? Is it next month? Week next zero month? next month. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they have a couple of those. Uh, you know. It's the, I think the, what is it? The last weekend of August, they'll have a couple, like five, six games that are uh, kind of fun to watch and shit. Probably the 25th, 26th, 27th. Um, be fun, man. I, can, I cannot fucking wait. We're, so we're probably about what? A good seven weeks out from the full season? Six, seven weeks? I probably would say something like that. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get some good fall weather up in this bitch, and it won't be just hot as a motherfucker until, you know, December or whatever. This hot shit is bullshit. Whew. It is not fun. I'm like, yeah. I don't even go outside, and I just chill. In the air conditioning and shit, yeah. Reading books and shit. You ain't reading damn books. You shut up. I believe you read. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into the calls. No. <laughs> I think my dude here says poor on the reception. So I don't know. Can you hear me, Jay Wiggy? I can hear you loud and clear. All right, maybe it's okay. Back to excellent. Let's go ahead and go to Harriet. Oh, 
Roll Tide. Roll Tide, yeah, tomorrow night. Abdullah the Butcher on the dark side of the ring. That's going to be a good one. Do you remember watching Abdullah the Butcher? He was a little before my time, I think, but he might have been around the time you were really into it. I don't, man. I don't really remember him, but like I, I see all the shit on the documentaries. And uh, I feel like I should have remembered him, though. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Mick Foley talked about him a lot in a, his book. That's when I first found out who the fuck he was. I, I bought Mick's biography back. God, I must have been 15 years old, 14 or 15. and read that motherfucker. And he talked about Abby the Butcher. There's some pictures of him, man. That dude was a fucking monster. Beast cut his head open and shit with razor blades. Man, he was always fucking bleeding. Yeah. He was uh, he was crazy, and it apparently opened up a ribs uh, rib restaurant in Atlanta. <laughs> really <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, it was okay. pretty successful from what I understand. Uh, I don't know if it's still there or not. Probably not. He's he's pretty old now. He he's still alive, right? Yeah, he is. He'll be on this documentary tomorrow, and so okay. yeah, I'll uh, catch that. So yeah, uh, all right, well, good play. <clears throat> I like the dark side of the ring. Man, I know a lot of them. A lot of people don't like them. Some people talk shit about the dark side of the rings, but I like. Them. I think they're pretty good. Um, we got the A and E biographies as well. Those are actually pretty good. Um, I haven't had one that I didn't like. I think pro wrestling is such an interesting. It's it's hard to even say what it really is. I know sports entertainment, but man, I mean, yeah, soap opera geared towards males. But dude, you look into it; it's crazy because the storylines are good, but behind the scenes is even more fascinating. I mean, what the lifespan for a wrestler isn't very long. There's so much drama behind the scenes. These guys are testosterone fueled, a lot of time drug addicts and shit out entertaining people three hundred days. I mean, it's a fucking high-paying carnival gig and and i'm not i don't mean that insulting i fucking love it i wanted to do it at one time but i mean when you think about it there's nothing else in the world like it um it's uh pretty cool and i think that's the appeal of this dark side of the ring is now you know i mean even us when growing up you know they never talked about the behind the scenes shit when i was a kid i really thought the motherfucking undertaker was from death valley california and was a mortician and shit uh but now you get to see a lot more behind the mask stuff and uh you know how it really is and i think it's uh really eye-opening for a lot of us fans as we get older those documentaries are definitely cool yeah they're cool as fuck so yeah what was the second question jake paul and nate diaz oh yeah nate diaz and jake paul they're fighting right when does that fight come up i guess that's coming up soon yeah, August 5th uh, in Dallas. Jake Paul, Nick Diaz, and it's going to be boxing. So, eh, but. Um, uh, boxing? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 fuck, man, I don't really like Jake Paul. I, I, I like Nick Diaz a lot. So hopefully he whoops his ass. I think he will. Jake Paul seems like kind of a punk. Yeah, so. I think he's. I think he's pretty good for from what I've watched, but I also think he's, he's taken on low level contenders and shit like that he definitely seems like a fucking punk um uh but i mean he i, I can't take nothing away i mean he, he puts his money into his his training and shit from what people say so i don't know but if he somehow beats nate diaz even in boxing nate diaz is a pretty uh he's been around a long fucking time and he has a really good uh arsenal under his belt so i think nate diaz hopefully whoops his ass 
<clears throat> yeah, I think you will. He, uh, you know. <laughs> Marvin in Arkansas. What's up, Marvin? Hi, this is Marvin from Arkansas. Little Rob, the big tag. In the back of the day, did y'all watch DuckTales or Darkwing? And if so, which ones you like better? I'm a Darkwing man myself. Oh, I ain't gonna listen. Love the show, y'all. Darkwing Duck, huh? Uh, I'm probably, I don't know, man. I'd say I'm probably a DuckTales man. Yeah, I'll, I'll I watched some DuckTales back in the day. Yeah, DuckTales was more my cool. But I didn't, I wasn't really. When DuckTales came on, man, they had that music. That theme song seems like it was recognizable all the time. I don't even know how it went, but I didn't remember that. What's it? And then Stars, lasers, airplanes. It's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. DuckTales. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> we'll solve oh, a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales. Yeah, yeah. Remember, that's awesome. Oh, that man. Shit. Fucking hit, man. We need we need to get that and uh, put it in our uh, car, like on our car. Well, fuck. I guess radio now. Nobody has a goddamn CD player. Go downtown and bump that shit. See if anybody gives us some dude. Man, dude might be shooting at us. Probably bumping Ducktales. Ducktales cool though. They all, all the cartoons nowadays, man. I don't know. I mean, not like I fucking watch cartoons, I guess, but I don't even know what. What's like a fucking cartoon that your kids watch? You got youngins. You got a young one. That's a good question, man. They they watch. Uh, it's crazy because like we we have live TV uh, through YouTube TV, but we rarely rarely watch it. I really have it for football season. Uh, when they watch shit, we'll stream Disney Plus and stuff. And uh, my youngest, she'll she'll always get down on some of the old Mickey Mouse uh, uh, shows. She likes some of the newer stuff, like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and shit. Which man, that's actually been around over a decade now, so it's really not even newer, but. Um, she'll watch that but it's kind of just reiterations of old shows um she likes that i i can't uh paul patrol shit like that but that's really young kids like kind of like the saturday morning cartoons i wouldn't even know i think everything seems to be geared more towards like five and under because we have that she sugar- to do the, the whole saturday morning thing no it's I, I man put that on our nostalgia list i don't i think that's kind of a blast from the past um yeah she doesn't i mean she'll get up and shit and play in a room man but that saturday morning jam back in the day as a kid that was you look forward to that shit parents would be sleeping in me and my brother wake up early she doesn't watch cartoons or anything she may she may uh you know we may turn them on for if we're trying to sleep in or chill for a minute but uh you know it's not the same as as the old lineup running in there with a big ass bowl of cereal and shit I want to ask you this. So on the weekends, like on a Saturday, okay, so like you get like the big breakfast from the wife. Does she fix the the eggs and bacon and maybe some pancakes and sausage and uh, maybe some sort of potato in there? Well, what's up for breakfast, man? You on your own or like is this, do you have a Saturday morning tradition for the fam? No, you know, we we really don't. I, I'm not a huge breakfast eater. I think we've talked about that before. I, oh, I love breakfast, but like I'm like you, man. I don't eat it, but like yeah. I, I might eat it like later, like you know, breakfast for dinner or something. Because uh, you know, breakfast food. Oh, that's awesome. the jam. 
Yeah, I see. I agree with you. I love the breakfast food, but man, when I first wake up, I you know I like a cup of coffee and I kind of chill for a minute, and I don't get down on a big spread, and that's kind of our thing. We don't really have coffee and chill, but goddamn, that actually sounds good. I've been thinking we need to hit up a group Waffle House day for some weekend breakfast, like a little nine a.m. Waffle House meeting and shit. That's some good ass breakfast. That would be good. I remember back in the days of the Denny's breakfast buffet, which is not around anymore, but it seemed like oh man, that there. Oh, God. They don't have it anymore. I know some people don't fuck with buffets. I don't care. Breakfast buffet? Man, I'm all about that. Yeah, we hit up one when we were in Vegas. It was at the hotel. And, uh, man, that was a talk about a spread. That shit was incredible. Uh, you know, the fried eggs in the morning, some goddamn uh, potatoes, hash brown, sausage, bacon, pancake bar, omelet bar, or omelet station, all the juices you want and shit. Dude, sign me up. This shit was good, too. I went back for th- three or four plates. Had to go back, man. I love some breakfast. I mean, I love the Bellagio fucking uh, buffet. Y'all. It's just ballers, but there's all kind of shrimp and uh, crab on there, leaves or shit, everything y'all want, motherfucker. I do want to check out that buffet, man. I've seen it on TV. Man, they have everything. It's like they're always like refilling shit. It's like a, like a high-class buffet. Man, that looks incredible. I should have went there and, and checked out their buffet. Um, yeah, it's like a fucking thing, dude. Man, that shit looked fucking awesome. I'm like, man, damn, that shit looked fucking great. We got to put they that like, all the like crazy-ass good food on there, but in a buffet. Man, God, I'll even... I want to do that, but I'll even take the Denny's, because I don't even think there really is a Denny's anymore. Is there? Is there one local? I don't think so, man. I think uh, they're all shut down. Maybe unless... I don't know how they did that. Like, uh, if there's, if there could even be one, you know, I mean, around seen, somewhere. I had one in, uh, when I went to, uh, I had to work in, uh, Oakland and San Francisco for three weeks. Uh, God, now that's Oakland. Oh my God. And San Francisco. I'm surprised you didn't get fucking assaulted. <laughs> Man, it was, it was right before it got really bad out there. I think this was 2016 or 2017. So it's about seven years ago now, but, um, yeah, it was a shitty area, but there was a Denny's right by the hotel, and I would actually go there every day uh, for dinner, just because they have such a good menu, man, but that Denny's was actually pretty damn badass. They were uh, spot on. All their food was good. I mean, Denny's is like, a, to me, like a more sophisticated Waffle House. Is is that an oxymoron, sophisticated Waffle House? But um, no, I get what you're saying, though. But uh, Yeah, you know, you got the nice booths. It's more of a, you know, get the waitress over there and shit and, and chill. But, man, the food was banging. I would love to find one uh, around here, hit some breakfast up. And I love Waffle House. That was no disrespect. But Waffle House, like, trying to quick get you a bite or drunken hangout, shit like that. Man, Denny's, you know, a little more a little more fancy, but it's not fancy. There used to be a few out here, but I don't, you know, I haven't seen any in fucking years. I'm looking on the location map right now, and I can't find shit. Yeah, so I thought they went defunct, but maybe I'm wrong, you know. I don't know how they uh, have their franchisee set up shit or how even any of that shit goes. Wait a minute, where's that one at? That one's closed. (laughs) I click on it, closed. All right, well, never mind. (laughs) Damn, no Denny's. Shit, well, I tried. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey,
Let's go ahead and go to Raj in North Carolina. All right. This is Raj. How are you doing well? I want to respond to your story about the food putting tampons in their foot. They are very, very gross. Why don't they just put a piece of toilet paper up there or some shit? What the fuck is going on? It is very weird, very, very weird. I will hang up now. Love you and the show. It is uh, very gross. Bye. Yeah. I know, man. That was a gross story. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably just put a piece of toilet paper up there if I thought it was that bad. I damn sure wouldn't go buy a pack of tampons. And uh... All right, you got to catch me up to speed. What the fuck was he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of hard to understand. So you remember when we did the story about the Houston gooch grease? Oh, I do remember uh, the yeah. tampons in their butt. Oh, God. <laughs> He said, "Why don't they should just shove a piece of toilet paper up there?" I said, "That's probably a good idea." Okay. Why would you go buy? I don't know. Man, Gooch uh, Grease is living rent free in Roger's mind. Man, he's got issues. I don't know, man. I mean, that, uh, <laughs> pretty gross. But uh, I don't know, man. That's a prescription case of swamp ass. That uh, you just you know do what you got to do. Don't tell nobody. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that, yeah, that's all I need to know basis, and nobody needs to know that shit. <laughs> Hell no, that's kind of gross. gross. Uh, I think about time as we go ahead. Oh, bleh, 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 bleh. it's about time for. <laughs> folks um kind of a sad story to begin with sophia vagara and joe manjamala look like they're getting divorced hey she's got some big old titties huh oh she's fine <clears throat> so <clears throat> i don't even know how long they've been together it's like seven six or seven years uh, seven years uh it looks like they're ending their marriage we have made a difficult decision to divorce, they said in a statement to page six on Monday. Quote, as two people that love and care for each other very much, we politely ask for respect for our privacy at this time as we navigate this new phase of our lives. Vergara, 51, was most recently seen with Mangji and Allo, 46, in Hoboken around June, where he was working with Vince Vaughn on a film. Uh, so yeah, they're getting divorced, and uh, oh, man, big old titties everywhere. Yeah, she's got some big. Yeah, but they had a picture of her out of makeup, and it was kind of scary. But hey, a lot of girls without makeup don't look that good. Makeup, it's like a fucking what is that? Man, trickery ass bitches. I've seen some really fucked up shit. Girls that don't have makeup and then put makeup on. Like a dramatic change. Yeah, it can, it can make a difference for sure. But, you know, I don't know. 
With her, she's pretty fine, man. Her tits are huge, and, you know, Joe Manganiello, I bet he flung them a few times, so he's good. They're married for seven years, I mean. He's done everything he could. He's a good-looking guy. I ain't gay or nothing, but I mean, I don't think he'd, uh, you know. What the fuck no, movies has he done? Is he, uh, he did that Magic mic, right? And, uh, what, a, I mean, what the fuck? Um, I think, like, wasn't he in, um, uh, fuck. I can't even think. I, can't, I don't even know what he's done, to be honest with you. I I've seen him in some, like, shows. Like, uh, a cameo shit, but, like, I'm not sure. I think you're right about the magic, uh, Mike. Okay. Yeah, he's a producer, stuntman, director. God damn, it says he's worth about 40 million, so he's doing something. That motherfucking shit don't be right, though, but he's probably got some money, so I would hope. Yeah, this shit. <laughs> I've heard of people saying that shit's not accurate, but, uh, I mean, fuck, he's married to Sophia Vergara. He's been around a while. I think people know his name, but can't place him. I just remember, uh, it says One Tree Hill, ER. Um, I he was popular for a while, like mid-2010s and shit, and that's probably when he hooked up with her and shit. But, uh, hey, good for him, man. Hey, he's at least banking a couple of mil for show, and he had her for seven years. And he's six foot five. That's a tall motherfucker. Yeah, he's a big-ass dude. Um, so, all right, Joe, he'll be fucking them hoes for a while until his next, uh, I don't know. Hell, I don't know anything about Hollywood. I know it seems skeezy as fuck and, you know, but, uh, I don't know about the inner workings. Good luck to you. (laughs) Good luck to both of them motherfuckers. I really don't care. What else is going on? The first gen iPhone sells for 190 grand. It's looking like you're. In an auction? God damn. Uh, what is this? Let's see. This one is by Zach Zween. 200 grand. Look like the original iPhone. This bad boy was released back in June of 2007. Now, at the time, Apple released two versions of what would become its most successful product ever. A 4-gig storage model that cost $500 and an 8-gig model that cost $600. Now, it's the 4-gig model that's become a bit of a collector's item. This is because back in 07, the 4-gig version sold more slowly than the 8-gig version. Most people just paid the extra 100 to double the phone's storage. And as a result, Apple continued the 4-gig version just two months after its release in September of 2007. So... Looks like there wasn't as, uh, nearly as many of them in the wild, and even fewer remain sealed in their boxes. So, I uh, guess why that explains <laughs> uh, 190 grand, yeah. Um, mint condition, it's got to be sealed. Mint condition. Who's going to keep a sealed, like, fucking iPhone around from 07, though? Yeah, like, that's like, who's going to, like, figure that you're going to get damn near 200 grand for it at auction? God, that's got to be somebody that just has that. that yeah, that's like, what the fuck? Like, it's like something that's so, like, you know what I'm saying? How in the hell would you even, I don't know. I think there's some people out there that can recognize a groundbreaking product. Um, I, I'm not one of them, not not by far. I remember seeing my first iPhone, a girl I was dating at the time. We uh, actually met up at a bar. Uh, Goddamn, that bar closed, too. Uh, everything's changed since when was that 2007 2006 2008 somewhere around there when that first the first one dropped and uh 
Man, she showed that shit to me, and I thought she had a lot of secret-ass money and shit that I didn't know about, which she did, but, dude, I thought it was a fucking cool thing, because I had the old flip phone piece of shit at the time, the old go phone, um, prepaid monthly pile of shit. And, uh, oh, whipped- damn, yeah, AT&T go phone, wow. Yeah, you remember the go phone? Yeah, that's dude, old that was- Yeah, dude, I was, that was bullshit. I was po. Um when she pulled that out, dude, I was like, God damn, that thing's cool as fuck, man. I couldn't believe, like, touching the screen and shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. How smooth it was at the time. I mean, now, I mean, they're obviously a hell of a lot cooler. But, yeah, that's the weird thing, man. Somebody has one in the package, and they just... I'm hoping this is just a case or they thought they lost it, and then they found it years later, and they realized it was worth because somebody just banking it for, for an investment. Man, that's kind of weird. Well, this isn't the first iPhone to sell for a large sum of money at auction, Jay Wiggy. Wow. LCG Auctions cites a few other Apple devices that have, over the preceding nine months, sold for hard-to-believe prices, including two factory-sealed 8-gig iPhones from the same era. One sold in October of last year for $39,000. thirty-nine Exactly thirty-nine. Uh, $1,339 and another one for $63,356 this past February and then another one sold for forty grand. all of them sealed and it looks like some dumbass from YouTube bought one and uh, I guess put it on there to unbox it on, you know for a video so Jesus um, YouTuber Marquez Brownlee where the fuck that is. So what's happening here? Well, some have suggested that many of these big ticket auctions involving old tech, video games, and collectibles are part of some kind of money laundering or price-fixing shenanigans. For example, some believe that video game auctions involving sealed copies of Nintendo games going for tens of thousands of dollars are part of some alleged, 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 alleged racket. Alleged? racket involving item graders auction houses and rich clients all companies involved have denied the claims however and there's no direct evidence that suggests these recent iphone auctions are part of some larger conspiracy or otherwise tied to illicit activities Hmm. well shit man regardless of what's going on if you want an old iphone or other collectible item you should probably get it now before prices get even higher in the future. Maybe it'll pay for your kid's college or some other shit. I don't know, man. Like, uh, now that I think about it, man, maybe I should have bought like a PlayStation and just left it in the box. <laughs> like I should buy a, P- a PS5 and leave it in the box and see if 30 years down the line, if I'm still alive, I can cash in on it. Yeah, I think that's becoming more of a thing now. I think people are, uh, you know, especially our age that grew up with that, have a little more disposable income. I think maybe when a console or a phone that's particularly hyped, I think they may just keep some shit in the boxes um, and hope, you know, 20 years, 30 years, that motherfucker is going to make some money. I, I don't think it's a terrible idea if you got that kind of money because uh, 99% of people, what? When you get the motherfucker, you're going to open it. Um I could see it being cool. I, I, I think I saw one where they had an old NES um, in the original box. Dude, that shit was tight. There's a Nintendo 64 right now sealed oh. in box on eBay right now going for a quarter mil. 
God dang. Never open factory seal at original tab stickers. So I know I do remember hearing about some like you know, somebody buying like when they bought a sixty four, they bought another one. And I don't know if it was supposed to be a gift or something or if they just knew, but yeah. To sealed, that's that's fucking crazy. An N sixty four sealed. Wow. That's that's wild. Yeah, my parents did not have that kind of money back then to buy shit and for us not to open it and use it. <laughs> yeah, just like an extra one, you just like fucking put it in the closet for fucking thirty years. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey man, goddamn man. I mean, if you can get a quarter mil off of it, you know, I don't know. It's it's on there. Like I said, I don't know if he'll get it, but uh there's a um there's another one. Let's see. Mario Kart sixty four is on here and it's sealed first print it's going for sixty grand. I mean, it's like, it's got a thingamadoob on here, too, like a fucking baseball card. Like, it's graded and everything, and a 9.6. Like, they have a fucking thing on it, you know? Like, you would see a baseball card that got a fucking whole plate case, and that goddamn thing is, like, graded. It's got a thing on it, man. It's like 9.6. Wow. That's crazy, man. Huh. God damn, there's a bunch of them on here that are like the sealed SNES and... Mm. Shit like that, graded and stuff like that. Man, they go for some money and stuff. But see, I mean, to me at this point, it's, it's you're kind of trading them off, aren't you? I mean, so say I have a boxed, sealed, graded Donkey Kong Country here, and let's say it's five hundred bucks. There's no bids on this one, um, and then you buy it, right? I mean, the only thing there's only two things you can really do. You hope that increases in value and you just hold on to it longer than that other motherfucker to make more money or you're going to play it and obviously why play it because you can just play it somewhere else anyways um <clears throat> you know or it could be just a flex with people that got money and shit that's true um if you're an investor you're going to hold on to it obviously because for sure it's yeah open value as things get scarce so it's just another market man another niche market of uh things to make money on so man yeah, yeah. you got a lot of the guys opening them up. oh man there's an mk2 still factory sealed i think that's bullshit i think somebody sealed that one themselves that still looks like they <laughs> did that did that shit with some some saran wrap and a blow dryer in their garage that looks like bullshit but um I mean, yeah, but you like you said though, man. You think about it. How many of these uh, people are going to go out buy these games, try to make an unboxing video on YouTube, where hey, they make a lot more money on that video, but then that also lessens how many boxed games are out there. So yeah, you could hold on to it for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That uh, hey, if you can make some money. Why not? Here comes the money. What you are you drinking on anything tonight, Jay Wiggy? Oh God, no, man! After our, uh, we had the uh, we'll let our listeners in. We had LD, uh, uh, Jarvis Beavers, everybody on the Zoom call. What Saturday? God, I think I went too hard in the paint. Did you really? Yeah, I don't even remember talking to you towards the end. I remember, I think that's what I was doing. Then I woke up, and uh, I think the next day, uh, yesterday, I was pretty sick. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let myself rest for a for a week on the drinking. I was all right. I had been drinking beer all day. I only, 
I almost killed that case. I don't know. I probably about 10 beers. Okay. But, that's... but that was yeah. over a long, like a long period of time. Yeah, so. that's that's how it needs to be done. I was, Jarvis was uh, encouraging me to take shots and stuff, and I was pounding some wild turkey one-on-one shots. And, whew, and uh, I haven't been drinking a lot. So I think uh, when, when people say that tolerance isn't a real thing, man, it sure is because I haven't been drinking, and my tolerance has gone way down. So... I either need to get back and drink it a little more regularly, regularly, um, just to keep it up, or uh, man, not drink like that and shit. I was surprised at how many beers I fucking drank. Like usually, or back in the day, I couldn't drink beer for shit, but it seems nowadays, uh, pretty good. I, I could kill a fucking half a case probably yeah. in an evening if I really wanted to. Yeah, and that's the, man, I enjoy, like, chilling, drinking drinking some beers and shit like that, especially when it's hot as fuck outside, like it has been. So, what were you drinking, Miller Lite? Yeah, Miller Lite, and then I went to the grocery store this evening to get a half a case, and they they have nothing but fucking 24-packs. I didn't want a 24-pack, and then that everything makes- else was, like, this crazy crap beer. I don't know what the fuck it is, and uh, so I just got a half a case of Coors Light, which, it's acceptable. But it's not my preferred go-to, but it's not bad. Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad. I know everybody, uh, everybody down, everybody's got their own cheaper beer brand and shit like that. They like, they don't like, whatever. Dude, listen, I'll, I'll drink whatever. I mean, are there things I like better than one or the other? Sure, absolutely. Have preferences. But, dude, if I went over to your house, you offered me a cooler because I like, dude, I'd crack that motherfucker and cheers you no matter what. Hell Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love Coors Light. Yeah, it's pretty good. True that. Oh, yeah. So we're going to do a quick break here, folks. And then on the other side, we're going to come back and then do a a vintage video game review, take some more calls. So more coming up right after this, folks. So stick around. Shall be right back.
and take a call from Sullivan in New York City. What up, Sullivan? How are you doing this evening, Monday night? This is Sullivan. I'm in New York City, and uh, I just want to know, Stetson Bennett, I think he went in the fourth round to the L.A. Rams. How do you think he's going to do in the league? I think he's going to surprise a lot of folks. What do you boys think? Go dogs. Love y'all, man. The show. Have a good night. Listen now. Uh, hmm. uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think he's going to do shit. I don't either. I think he had a really good team around him. He, I, I don't know. He made some plays he needed to. I don't know. I, I just never thought he was overly impressive and shit. He came through when he needed to, but... I mean, when you're around that much talent, goddamn. I think he might be like Doug Flutie, y'all. Uh, hmm. did Doug Flutie got a ring? Did he? Uh, I think he might have a ring as like Tom Brady's backup or something. I think, but I mean, yeah, I, I was going to say, I think at the Patriots. He's had a up. pretty good career as a backup, you know. I don't ever remember him flexing as a starter in the, in the league, but he was in the league for a long time as a backup. I think the best thing he could do is is be a viable backup, maybe. Maybe. And shit, that wouldn't be a bad deal. Those motherfuckers make great money. They're she on the mean. roster, and they don't have to fucking go in there and get their ass fucking beat. <laughs> That's a great deal. I would take that all fucking day. I would – I mean – if, if you really look at the CTE shit and all that, and you really want to value your long-term health and mental health and shit, you're not going to be a star. You're not going to make that much money. But at the end of the day, man, that may be what you really want. Your, your health's going to be preserved. After you retire, people may, you, you can probably walk through the airport and shit and people aren't going to bother you. Like Tom Brady can't go out anywhere. Um, and and I, to me, I don't think that's a way I would want to live. And you still collected a lot more money than most people are ever going to get paid. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's and some back of I mean, look at AJ McCarron. He made millions in the league. Yeah, and averaging never... four million a year for a backup. I mean, dude, fuck, that's crazy good. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. So I, I I think that's a that's a that's a good astute observation. I think uh, he could be a viable backup. And dude, shit, I would do it in a heartbeat. That'd be a pretty sweet gig. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, let's go ahead and get a video game review. This week, I want to tell you, Echo the Dolphin for the Sega Genesis. There was one for the Dreamcast too, man. But um, I played it, man, and I don't. I just this game. I remember it, it was like really hyped up too back in the day. It was because I, I don't remember playing it, but man, I damn sure remember. Uh... The cover, and I remember the name Echo the Dolphin. So I'm, I'm excited for this motherfucker. Yeah, they they 
and then marketing team, man, because yeah, it was. So Echo and Dolphin is an action adventure game originally developed by Ed Anzadiata Anunziata and Novo Novo Trade International for the Mega Drive or Genesis, same thing, and published by Sega in 1992. Echo the Dolphin was republished digitally for Nintendo's Virtual Console in 2006, Microsoft's Xbox Live Arcade, Steam, iOS, Nintendo 3DS, and Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack. It is the first installment in the Echo the Dolphin video game franchise. The player character is a bottlenose dolphin who travels through time to combat hostile extraterrestrials in Earth's oceans and on an alien spacecraft. So Echo, he can attack enemies by ramming into them at high speeds. Swimming can be made progressively faster by tapping a certain button. And the speed can be maintained by holding it down. A button. Players can perform a purely aesthetic spin in the air while jumping out of the water. Two features of the gameplay are based on actual dolphin habits. One button causes Echo to sing, allowing him to speak with other citizens and interact with certain objects. The same button is used for echolation, echolocation. Holding it down causes the song to return, generating a map of the sea. Several levels contain enormous crystals called glyphs, which respond in different ways if Echo touches or sings to them. Some block paths, and a key glyph must be found in such cases to pass. Others give information, and a few in later levels replenish health, air, and give Echo temporary invulnerability. Echo being a mammal must surface periodically for air or else find an air vent. If the air meter runs out, Echo loses health rapidly, which represents drowning. His health is measured by a separate meter and is depleted by enemies or when the air meter runs out and is recharged by eating fish, singing to clams. <laughs> I sung to some clams in my day. Oh! oh. <laughs> or later, singing to special statues or glyphs. Echo's song can be optionally upgraded at two points in the game. One upgrade allows uh, Echo's song to be used in combination with a charge as long-range weapon. Uh, as a long-range weapon. Yeah. And the other temporarily disorients sharks and makes minor enemies freeze temporarily. Touching any enemy by any means other than an attack causes Echo to sustain damage. The enemies range from seahorses to giant octopods. <laughs> So, <clears throat> Echo the Dolphin, like I said, I got a uh, port over this. The Genesis version is way better than uh, the Dreamcast version because the Dreamcast version, it has this whole 3D thing going on, hmm. right? Whereas the, uh, the uh, Genesis version is like your typical, like you got the 2D shit, it's very fast. It's almost like a Sonic game. Uh, I compare it to you just kind of you can kick back when I smoke a blunt like mindlessly play this video game he's doing fast shit the music's really cool for a video game too I will say that it's got some crazy music on this game feels like you can just chill zone out and 
fuck with this game, man, and not really, you know, it's kind of cool. Um, like I said, I probably compare it mostly to like a Sonic kind of game, because the dolphin man, he's he can he can get in there and just you know, it kind of looks like a Sonic kind of plays like that for a little bit. But you can do all kind of different shit. Um, <clears throat> it looks cool, and and one thing as I'm as I'm following along and looking at it. Two things pop up on search. Echo the Dolphin scary and Echo the Dolphin difficult. So is that what seems to be the feedback? It's a difficult game with some Because when you think about a dolphin, man, they're shining fucking aliens into this motherfucker and dinosaurs and shit. So, uh, and I looked at some of these screen caps and it looks like it could be scary if you're a kid playing in the 90s on this motherfucker. It's definitely different. And the music on it is one thing I noticed. Like you can, you know, probably make it scary for a kid. It had different like video game music, and it was like a chill game. I don't know. It's just it's a pretty cool game, man. Like uh, I might go back on this and play it some more. Like I said, I got a port of the Genesis version Sweet. for this review because I was gonna do the the Dreamcast, and it's a whole different game. Actually, I forgot the. Uh, a whole name of that one, but it's like some shit. It's not the original one that came out on the Genesis. So I wanted to make sure that like I had the right review before I go talking shit. This one's pretty good. The gen, the uh, Dreamcast version is a no go. It's like that. Like I said, it's just I don't know, man. I couldn't get into the uh, the uh, Dreamcast uh, version. So yeah, I would not recommend the Dreamcast. Uh, and I don't think it's 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 called the Defender of the Future, so it's not even the same game. It's not like a port, right? Gotcha. It's a whole different game. It's stuff like some three D fucking you know shit that's just not very good. But that was the down the line one, too, like right eight years later. Yeah, definitely, definitely down the line. And there's been many um, sequels and offshoots of this game too, so. That was one of them that just you know didn't didn't measure up, but like like I said, man, it was a huge. They did a huge push. Their marketing department did a huge push, and uh, so and you know it was a bestseller. So and it's a pretty good game actually. I would recommend going and getting this if you like if you like the Sonic games. Go check it out. It's kind of a different deal. It's kind of a different game. Get your headphones, pump up the music, or just pump up the music on your. If you got one of those nerd setups with the whole shit, which like I love that man. I'm not talking shit. I want like a pretty cool nerd fucking video game setup. Like uh, I just don't have that, but I know some people got the fucking everything going down. But you don't have to have that to really get into a game. If you got some good headphones, you know, you can kind of you can kind of get immerse yourself in in a, in a game like that and. You know, it can be a cool thing. There's not been that many games that uh, I could really get into like that, but, you know, this one I could see. You know, I did that, I played it a few times for the review, but, like, getting into it, I could definitely see, like, you know, it's pretty cool, it's a pretty cool game. It's like a chill, like a chill game, but still, like, cool. Like, you still got to do shit, so... I'm going to recommend going and checking that out, folks. I'm going to give it a four out of fives. Four? All right. I'm going to have to yeah. check it out. Yeah, the Genesis, of course, the first one. So, yeah. Because, like I said, it's like a Sonic. 
incarnation, if you will. And uh, not a bad deal on that one, my friend. Not a bad checkout. You know what it do. What it do. Yeah, the screen grabs look pretty cool. It kind of reminds me, and it's probably just the ocean theming and the alien uh, element to it of a, a little bit of a Star Tropics for NES. Um, did you ever get down on Star Tropics? Is that the one they had that like note or something you had to? Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah I think I we talked about it a long time ago. I didn't even realize that shit. Uh, we had bought it as kids, and yeah, I think we threw that shit away. And you actually had to have that letter and <laughs> put it put it underwater to know what the goddamn number was to solve the goddamn end of the game. And there was no internet back in the day, so. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, that shit was fun. I, I like that though, man. I always like the ocean uh, kind of themes uh the alien it, it's just it's combining so many weird elements because star tropics i thought you were just going on an island when we got it as a kid and you know you're a kid with a yo-yo just beating the fuck out of crabs and shit with a yo-yo and then there's a whole goddamn uh alien spacecraft element involved and uh so when you think about echo the dolphin you would never originally just hear that name or that title and think oh this is gonna have these uh aliens and uh uh dinosaurs involved in it so i could see smoking a blunt with echo the dolphin and getting down it probably uh probably a pretty cool experience i would think so too yeah hell yeah smoke me y'all smoke me i forgot to mention one thing on the news man deandre hopkins is going to the tennessee titans hell yeah I don't know, man. I'll ask you something, man. Please. If you're if you're a receiver, man, and you've gotten paid, let's just say you're DeAndre Hopkins. That dude, I mean, he's a fucking dude. Okay, let's he's a fucking premier wide receiver in the league right now. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say he's got all the money he needs. I don't know this man's financial situation, but as far as right now, man, wouldn't you be going for rings? Wouldn't you be going for championships at this point? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, and, and, and you know, as much as he's earned, at least, he's definitely set for life. Now, what his spending habits are, I don't know, but I'm assuming he's in a pretty good financial place and stability. He's been around the league a long time. Yes, I, I think if I'm going to hitch my final couple of years, uh, and they come fast, uh, especially at a you know a, a position like receiver, uh, yeah, I, I would be going for trying to leave a legacy, right? Isn't that what people would do? I would think so. I mean, do y'all truly think that the Tennessee Titans are going to get a Super Bowl in the next two years? Eh? No, no, I don't, because I think uh, they're not. Who's the quarterback? Tannehill's still there? I don't even fucking know. And then I think uh, I can't remember. Did they draft somebody or? I don't even know, man. I, I don't know. But I just don't I don't see them getting a fucking ring, man. You got yeah. Derrick Henry, but he's on his way out, man. He's a f- full contact running back. I don't see him lasting too, too much longer, man. And uh, DeAndre signed a two-year deal. Why wouldn't you try to go somewhere else like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not sure about cap space, but. I mean, go to a contender, dude. You're not gonna be getting no rings in uh, Tennessee, dude. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. It's too many good teams, man. 
I wonder uh, what behind the scenes. I would, man, I think that'd be so cool. And, and there's some shows that, that have done it. I can't think specifically, but see the negotiation and the coaching and other players trying to talk you and like trying to sell you. I mean, it's, it's recruiting uh, at the college level, obviously, but in the NFL, man, I mean, it's negotiating and how they sell on, on some of their shit. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, like you said, he probably could have gone just about anywhere he wanted to. I'd love to see what 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 was the crux that got him there ultimately? Was it like, oh, you and Henry are gonna be a badass combo or some shit like that or two years, twenty six million? I don't know, you know, um That'll do it. I mean uh, so yeah. But I mean, like you said, I mean I feel like somewhere he probably could have earned similar, maybe. Um I don't know. I, I agree with what you're saying, though. I think if, uh, I mean, how much money is too much? I mean, are you just trying to make it at this point as much as you can? You don't care. But I guess, man, it, it's it, the NFL, like we were talking about earlier, though. You're looking at backup QBs and shit. I mean, they're just trying to make a paycheck and trying to survive till next season and trying to earn an honest living just being in the NFL. But I think if you know your star status and you're up there, and that's very few people, um, I mean, I would think you'd want to leave a legacy at some point and not worry about the contract as much. That could be me, though. Go get a ring, man. Yeah, Titans have got who? Will Levis? Ryan, Ryan Tannehill? I mean, Malik Willis? They're in the AFC, dude. <laughs> you yeah. know who else is in the AFC? Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Le- and Levis is going to be a bust. I, I don't think Levis is going to be anything they think. Cincinnati Bengals. Like, Bengals. I mean, come on, man. Like, what are you fucking... Uh, the Buffalo Bills are in the AFC, okay? Uh, uh, like, can, can these teams have viable fucking quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Patty Mahomes, dude. He's got two fucking rings, right? So, you know, like the Titans ain't going to do anything, man. They're not. I think it's just a money grab, dude. If you want to get a ring, man, you're not going to the Titans. Yeah, I could see that. You yeah. At least go to the fucking Patriots. They got Mac Jones, who was halfway viable. But I think with Mac, man, that's that's more of a management issue. You got a fucking defensive coordinator in there calling fucking trying to be the OC, and that makes no sense. And so you need a viable OC, and you, you know you gotta have you gotta have the right coaching, man. You got Matt Patricia in there coaching fucking Mac Jump. Come on, man. He's a defensive coordinator, not an offensive coordinator. So, God, that money though. I don't know. At that point, someone's sticking the. Them, them racks in front of me. I'll do just about anything. Fuck the fans and the rings. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on the individual, man. If you just want the money, man, get the money. But if you're a champion, if you're someone who wants a ring, Tennessee ain't the place. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the, the best way to look at it. It really is an individual uh, assessment. And if you haven't been on a good team, you might just even be just disillusioned. Like, fuck it, I'm going to just shoot my... They're offering me the most money. I'm going to do my best, and that's all I can do. So, And you might just be worried more about leaving an individual legacy than uh, a team legacy. Uh, man, there's 22 players, 11 offense, 11 defense that are that are starting. 
um, that you can, I mean, no matter where you end up, you can't, I guess, control exactly where you always want to go. And you can't control what everybody else does, but you can control what you do. If you're doing the best you can, you're making that money and you're leaving a goddamn legacy on your own. Hopefully the other shit will fall into place. But if it don't, man, shit, retire all the way to the goddamn bank. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, usually guys like him want to get a ring. So it's kind of weird. I mean, he's probably made more money than uh, he can spend. Who knows? But. I would think so. I, I think that would be something that I would want, but I don't know how everybody else be thinking and shit. But at the same time, again, I can't put myself in that. It's weird. It's there's so many levels to like NFL because you see some guys being like, "Who the fuck is that?" And they never be playing and shit, and they're making money still, but you don't know where the fuck they came from or who they are. And then uh, you know, most people just talk about the stars and shit. That's true. That is true, my friend. Let's go ahead and go to Daryl in Texas. West Texas? Yeah. West Texas. Daryl! Hi, this is Daryl from West Texas. And I know you guys love wrestling. Uh, I've been hearing that Brian Pillman Jr. is not with AEW anymore. I wonder where he's going, what he's going to do. What do you boys think about that? And I'll hang up and listen. Y'all have a great show, and I love you boys. All right, bye. <laughs> okay, Brian Pillman Jr. I was listening to the Jim Cornette podcast the other day, and also watched the Brian Pillman Dark Side of the Ring. Actually, it was really good. Ah, cool. And uh, I know he's one of the original guys that was with Steve Austin. I think right. He was, yeah. And oh, sad story, but um, I had heard that he's not on AEW anymore. Do you watch AEW any of that shit? No, I don't. I'm, I I stay up to date just a tick with it, but I don't tune in. I'll listen to uh, Cornette's podcast and, and Jim Ross and uh, what's his name, big uh, big dude, does a podcast that really narrows it down. Uh, Conrad Thompson. Conrad, yeah, and uh, you know I'll, I'll get some pieces when they kind of mention AEW, but I I don't keep up to date with it like I should. I don't know if you still watched uh, like SmackDown or Raw. I don't watch any of it anymore. I, I, I'd be interested if they had a show, uh, a local, you know, an event happen. I'd, I'd, I'd be down like going to it, but I never tune in anymore. So when did you kind of get out of all that? Was that uh... man? It's actually uh, kind of a sad story because I and, and I'm telling you, I, I actually uh, I was probably I started watching wrestling probably like eight nine years old. Huge fan. And I was diehard fan, but I really wanted to do it. Like I wanted to be a wrestler to the point where we did a backyard wrestling uh, at my grandparents. We filmed it. We'd upload videos to the early internet, have matches and shit, started working out. Um, you know, now I'm about 14, 15, 16 and really loved it. I went to almost every show that came to Alabama. Um, I mean, WCW Nitros, Thunder, WWF SmackDown, Raw, pay-per-views. I went to ECW. God, man, that was a hell of a pay-per-view. Uh, God, I think it was December to remember. No, it wasn't. It was uh, in January. Uh, it was a cool show. I can't remember, but I remember Rob Van Dam and Sabu had a match. So, uh, man, really invested. And I looked at uh, Adrian Street had a, a wrestling school down in Gulf Breeze, Florida. He still may. I don't know. He may be dead, though. 
Um, this is a long ass time ago. And uh, after high school, my goal was to go down there and shit. Loved it, man. I really practiced. I wanted to do it. I thought I'd be good at it. Worked out and shit. And then when WWF bought WCW and ECW, I don't know what it was. It was like a light switch uh, hit. I just didn't think it was the same anymore. I think they, to me, they ran their course on, uh, I think when WWF, WWE now, bought out everybody, it just diluted the the entertainment there. there there's no competition anymore. I don't know. So that's when I lost it. So that'd be about early 2000s, probably 2000, 2001. I stopped watching. I gotcha. Um, just seems like nowadays, and I don't keep up with it. I think uh, you just kind of see, you might see shit on the internet or, you know, you know, these side stories about uh, Lesnar or whatever it is. But I don't I was never really into it like you, but I think the last the last time I was really into it was when Goldberg was real big. That was like when I was into it pretty hard. I was like, "Yeah, man, we go to we go watch Goldberg on Nitro." And um, was it Nitro? Yeah, he was so, on. Yeah, yeah Nitro. Windstreak and shit. Yeah, man, that shit was pretty cool. But that was the last time I was like, "Yeah." So. Yeah, I don't know, I'm, man. It's not a lot of cool characters anymore like they used to be to me. That's that's what it was. I think the they went in favor of... Uh, I think the 90s, man, and, and I know we, we, we talk so much about the 90s, but it's true. It was such a good time. Um, it was kind of a perfect marriage in that attitude error of still wrestling characters that you had from the 80s that had that kind of gimmicky vibe Undertaker and... Uh, you know, Hogan still, but they had more of an edge to them and it seemed more realistic gimmick, if that makes sense. It wasn't hokey um, where you had the goddamn gobbledygooker and tugboat and shit like that. Um, but it wasn't like now where the guy just comes down and it's fucking Mike Smith um, and all the guys look like carbon copies of each other. Um, I think they did it right back then. It was real fun, real entertainment. And uh, I think that's what they lost. I think they lost, like, people want to get lost in the story. They want to get lost in the uh, uh, in the character. They want to believe it's a character. Now you just see it as a guy that's out there fake wrestling. And I hate saying fake. I know it's not fake to that degree, but, uh, you know, it's scripted. scripted. Yeah. yeah, scripted entertainment. I think that's what people see. They just see the guy playing a character. Um, it's like a live show. Um and I don't think it's its own universe that you get lost in anymore. Um, how people would bring that back, I don't know. Um, that's beyond my scope of understanding. But I don't I don't want to say it's lost for good. I think people could bring it back, man. But the organizations that have popped up over the past 20 years haven't done really a great job of doing that. That very astute observation, y'all. Thank you. So I don't, I don't know. There's uh, AEW and uh, WWE Women of Wrestling, and is there anything else? Not that I know of. I, I would love to. I, but I'd be willing to try like a live show. I, I, I would love to. Uh, when in high school, a couple of times they'd have some like really local organizations, like 
Bama Mountain Wrestling or some other fucking group like that come to like the high school and shit. We'd go down to the show, man, and they'd put on a good little show. They have like an old rinky dink ass ring and shit in there, be bouncing around in it. Um, shit was kind of fun to see. I'd go to some shit like that just to just to clown. <laughs> I passed by a wrestling school the other day. I forgot where I was at. Damn. <laughs> uh, like Calera or something? It was like. Oh man, I can't remember the name of the shit, but I was like, uh, I was looking at the building. It was like uh, WCWW Wrestling, or I don't, just, I don't know if that was the name of it. But uh, let's go check it out and do like a class for a day. <laughs> Hell no, I mean, my ass whooped. I can't remember <laughs> damn what's the name of that shit, man. Oh well, um, I know I passed by it. And I was like, huh, it's just like an unassuming building, but like they had the wrestling thing on there. I'm like, huh? I, wonder, I guess this is like a school. We need or to something. check it out. I remember I was when I was in high school. I was actually working. Uh, oh, do you know what? Here it is. Warrior Wrestling Club. That's what it was. Warrior Wrestling Club. WWC. Because yeah, I was in Alabaster, I had uh, some uh, the store out there, and then Pelham Calera. There. It is. This is. Um, I don't know. This, if this is more. Is this actually wrestling wrestling or is this uh, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's like high... It might be high school wrestling or something. Ah, shit. Let's see. If yeah. Per, per wrestling school. That's says per wrestling school in Alabama. Let's see if there's one Spartan Academy in Gadsden. There's a couple up here. Man, they, they all got some shitty reviews. <laughs> um, Have you seen that show? There's a show on Vice right now called One Star Reviews. Yes, I love it. Huge fucking fan of it. <laughs> that guy is funny as fuck, dude. He's like so unassuming and awkward, man. He cracks me up, though. Dude, that that's, is one of my favorite fucking uh, YouTubes that I've ever gotten into. Yeah, one-star reviews. I've, I've seen the uh, <laughs> the one where he goes to the massage and the goddamn get his hair cut and stuff, and then the uh, buffet. Um, yeah, I saw that one too. They had the one uh, when he was at the strip club tonight earlier. That's oh. fucking funny. Oh, you know what? I saw that one, dude. That shit's funny <laughs> as fuck, dude. That guy. We need it. Well, we need to check out a uh, one of these wrestling schools. Uh, I like this one right here, SpartanProWrestling.com. Shout out. Donate now. Help us make a difference. Donate. Man, they already asked for money before they even. What are they even asking for? So what do you do? You go to the school if you're good. Like, where do you? What the fuck happens then? Like, you got to fucking... They got hookups or something? I don't know. Yeah, so I'd actually... Um, and again, I don't know because I never went. Um, I, so I don't want to speak out of line. So anybody that's actually pro-wrestled, uh, shout out to us or shoot us an email or call in next week and tell us how it really is. But from my understanding, since I was only 16, 17, I was going to go after I graduated. And what he told me, you know, you could work during the day and shit. They had like dorms down there and shit. So you would go and, you know, pay money to go to the wrestling academy and stay at the dorms and shit. You could have a job and stuff. And then, you know, after you kind of learned a little bit, got a gimmick down and learned how to do some of the shit, you know, they might put you on a local card and shit like that. Well, I say uh, shit a lot, by the way. Um, but so you start on local cards, high schools, breaking down the ring, helping move stuff. You might get a, you know, opening match, something like that. And then if your character starts catching on, it's how it, you know, it evolves into something where, you know, down the line, you may graduate to something bigger, being in the main event or something. Then you might graduate to ECW, but then you might be a opening act for them or on a tag team. And then. You know, the more you catch on with the fans, the 
the, the better you get. So it seemed pretty cool. I, I was really interested in it. Um, I wish I, I had gone as far as actually ordering. They had a catalog where you could order like your uh, your outfit and shit. So you so could have a gimmick in mind or anything. I did back then, and I just wanted to be. Um, I had this. It was kind of a uh, hard to explain, but it was kind of a cross between like the Sandman back then and kind of like a Stone Cold gimmick. But it just kind of played into my own personality, though. Kind of you know, tall, big dude, uh, try to be tough, but a little more hardcore vibe. But kind of funny about it. I thought back in the day I could actually speak pretty well. I had some pretty funny jokes that I had written down and shit. So I thought I could do pretty good on the mic and uh, be kind of like an outspoken heel. Um, but yeah, you know, and they help you do your gimmicks and shit and can kind of guide you on uh, where they think you should go. So... Um, I remember though, man, this, this killed me. Um, I ordered this catalog where you order your wrestling gear, your boots and your tights and shit like that, man. One of these motherfuckers in the catalog had a, had like the, the whole outfit, but it had all the Looney Tunes characters on there. Now who the fuck is, what kind of wrestler are you? If you got Looney Tunes characters on your ass. I love Bugs Bunny, yeah. <laughs> it was embarrassing. That would be kind of weird. I don't know about all that. It was weird. He wasn't even in shape either. I don't know why, but me and my friends always laughed about it. Like everybody else on the the you know they're like modeling the the trunks and shit and the boots and stuff. This motherfucker like all skinny, never worked out. He had like a whole onesie outfit, the whole singlet, but it had just like Looney Tunes, like Sylvester and Trudy oh, like shit. King Kong Bundy or something. Yeah, something like that with Looney Tunes. And he was skinny, though. It was kind of weird, man. Uh, Wait, what if, I don't know. I never understood that. What if his music was the... Dun, 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 <laughs> man. Shit. That's funny. He gets what. sued by fucking... <laughs> was that Warner Brothers? I don't know. Yeah. He ain't making no money, and then he loses, <laughs> loses it all. If I can find that, I, it's got to be on the internet somewhere. You know, you, you'll you'll die laughing. I'm gonna find that. Um, God, it was funny as hell. That's fucking great, man. But uh, goddamn yeah. wrestling back in the day, man. I know it, man. There's times I wish I would have done it. I, I really do. Even if uh, it wasn't the same as I grew up with, I think it would have been fun to have, have given it a try. So sometimes I never say regret. I'm, I'm happy with the way things work, but I think it would have been fun to try it. If anything, I do think you and I need to watch a, uh, go to a, a live show one day if they have one coming to town. That'd be badass. That would be cool, man. Just to see, even just clown or something. Hell yeah. So you got your meal prep ready for the week, my friend? Ah, meal prep, I've been slacking this week. Uh, I got chicken cooked, and that's it right now. Chicken? Like I a chicken cutlet? Yeah, just a bunch of chicken breast that I got cooked up. I got some chicken breast pasta noodles on the side for my carbs uh, some broccoli uh, I gotta go to the store we didn't go this weekend so um, I'm, I'm late I have been having some protein shakes though man I've been making them good put a little ice and milk in there a little drop of vanilla flavoring and some cinnamon it tastes like a milkshake 
Alrighty then. It's good shit. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm a player, yeah. I'm a player. I'm out, yeah, I'm going to bed. Alright. You going to bed early, man. Baby got him sad. He depressed. <laughs> He's been thinking about baby. He's going to go to bed thinking about baby. He got to hit that last uh, text message to her. Good night. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Yeah. Oh, so, do you got anywhere to go this weekend, my friend? You going out of town? Yeah, I know tomorrow I got to drive up to Huntsville. Uh, yeah, pretty quick. Should be a pretty quick turnaround. And after that, I don't know. Possibly. I'm waiting on a few callbacks. What about yourself? You traveling? Every day. I don't know where I'm going. I need to go to Huntsville. I haven't been there in a minute. But, uh, I don't know yet. I used to switch, switch my shit up, so. Nah, I'll be up there tomorrow. In Lonesville, baby. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Got any words of wisdom before we get out of here tonight, Jay Wiggy? You know what? I read something earlier. I think uh, if you haven't ever heard Mitch Hedberg, go listen to him because he's one of my favorite comedians. But it made me laugh. I'm sick of following my dreams, man. I'm going to ask where they're going and hook up with them later. Hello. Mitch Hedberg's a All genius. right. Mitch Hedberg was a heroin addict. Rest <laughs> in peace. That's um, true. <laughs> he was. I think he had like fucking gangrene or something too. Like it was so bad. Like this shit oh, was God. real fucked up. Yeah. Everybody, Grant Mills. Podbean.com. Check out the old episodes. Hit subscribe. Yeah, I got some new shit, some more shit coming uh, soon. College football's coming up, y'all. So tune in. Ooh. We got a preview show coming up. Week zero. You know we're gonna cover it. Getting the picks in. Getting the bets in. Smoke it up, smoke it up, smoke it up. Ah!